Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to the Lab Podcast. So this is where we talk about life, life arts, and, and business. And today's episode is the personality of the month. And yeah. guess who is featuring? It's me, myself, and our good friend Amisha Dai of Fori. And we are the Poetry Tunes. So stick around. So, um, as you guys already know, on this podcast, we talk about how arts and business influence our life growing up. Yeah. And I've been part of this uh, spoken, or we have been part of this spoken word band for the past um, five, five years. years now. Yeah. And it's been an awesome time we spent together, you know, performing, writing, rehearsing. I miss those rehearsals, you know. And so we thought, hey, guess who the first feature for the personality of the month is poetry things. Yeah. So we have in the studio with us, Amisha Rai Ofori is the only one you haven't yet met. So I will just give him the opportunity to introduce himself, you know. Great. Thank you guys for having me. I'm a big fan of the show. My name is Amisha Dai Ofori. I am currently an innovation coach and business development strategist. I work with startups in the African community to provide them with business development support and also investment connections. But when I am not trying to make money with these things, I have a passion for art, specifically poetry. Yeah. And it was through my love for poetry that I started um, performing as a spoken word artist. And I met these incredible individuals who also have their own creative bones in their own right. And it only made sense to do something together with these two two guys. So I suggested a band, something that is not um, quintessential to the spoken word community, something that was different. Yeah. Madison is great with music. I hope you know this by now. No, we haven't yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So Madison is, um, is a musician in his own right. Judah, at the time I met him, was very radical in his thoughts. And I thought that was something that at least the, the audience that I was used to could could benefit from. And so I suggested to the two of them that, hey, wouldn't it be great if we came together as a unit and created more diverse yeah. art? And yeah. that's how. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought, uh, for my opinion, coming up with the name was, I think, was the cheapest to just do this for poetry. To, <laughs> you know? I know, I know, I think I wanted sometimes. I'm like, I... But we did try. We in the end we gave it an acronym, right? It did, it did, it did, it did. And so it wasn't so cheesy. It wasn't yeah. cheesy yeah. I did suggest to Madison sometimes go like, hey, let's take out the poetry and let's just keep it at the yeah. yeah. it more edgy. Yeah. And for those who probably don't know um the meaning of tense. Yeah, yeah. So we wanted to say we are we are doing things about poetry like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But then we are, Madison and I are from Takradi, and in Takradi, we tend to um, hyper pronounce our T's. So, like, do you want oh, to bread that, bring this tsin? And so we decided to remove the H in the thing, and it became tense. And then we decided to give it um, meaning. Yeah. And so we said tense will start for testimonies, inspiring new standards. And that's, that's how tense came about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, wow. <laughs> do you guys remember the first performance we did? 
I did. I remember the first performance I did with Ambish though. I think it was the Christmas one. Yes. That was technically wearing parachutes. With that style, technically wearing yeah. parachutes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I think the first performance that we did together was probably for um, church. Either church or in Halakasa, right? It was in Halakasa. No, no, sorry. Toda. It was for Toda. Exactly. So there was this monthly Friday event called Toda. And we would go perform. Was it? What was it? It was the one around. It was on the book here. Yes. It was on the book here. So I remember we decided let's fuse spoken word with music. And then since I played the guitar, I wrote songs and I sang. So I was like, hey, okay. And then was it an original song? Yeah, it was yes. original. It was original. You know, because yeah, it was original for a long time. Yeah, we only did originals. No, we did sometimes uh, pick up. Like Apart from Sam Chen, yeah, yeah, almost all the original. Yeah, you have to give yourself some credit. I'm telling you, Madison is a musician. Like he composed all the music. We doing our pieces. Yeah, and so we went to the Toda guys' their studio. We did the and we were like, "Yo, man, you guys are different." And then for me, immediately they said, "I was like, it just." Lifted my view was like, yo, this one, this, this is it. This right? is it. Like we, <laughs> we have something. We have, we have something. Yeah. Like, and it was it was really incredible. You know what? I have never said this, but mm-hmm. it was around that period that my passion also for cameras grew. Wow, oh, really? Yeah, for like media stuff like that. Because then we wanted to record our performance. Yes. So then I went borrowed. You know cameras and with all of that to record it you know so we could have hey if, if you guys haven't watched it yeah, go to poetry since youtube i think yeah yeah poetry since youtube i think you'll find it there so that's when i started i actually really picked up camera you know to set it up record and you know kind of get good frames and that kind of thing so yeah yes and also let me just chip this in Based on what Madison is saying about even the love for cameras and we realizing that we have something special. So this is something that happens, especially in the creative community, right? Because yeah. your talent or your skill set comes to you naturally, you feel to appreciate how valuable it is. Mm. And this is not just for spoken word or art, right? Even for business, if you have a skill set that comes naturally to you, you forget how much someone is willing to pay for it yeah and as soon as you forget that you undervalue yourself mm-hmm. and you might also even doubt your skill set so for martinson you are saying oh they said we were unique and then our fame grew but between the three of us we had been doing this together so judah would do like a bad ass piece and yes. would say yo this was bad but i'm sure he didn't get how weighty our compliment was yeah. to other people outside the three of us would yeah. tell him. Huh. You know, the more reason why I've kept quiet all this long is because like I was just seeing and like replaying the whole the whole journey. Yeah. And yo, man, we've we've come from, from far. <laughs> Let me just say that. <laughs> because um I remember like so for me my love for, for poetry was there. It was it was there but then making poetry appealing was what I, I was always looking for because mm. poetry is just is just it's just like a preacher man preaching but then in this case we rhyme mm-hmm. but then having music is like rubbing their back before you give them the punches <laughs> you need to give them so i'm like it, it made me fall in love with poetry more and yeah. that influenced like my journey as an artist 
going forward. So if in, if in case you hear Judah without music, then you should know that it is not really Judah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, and you guys like helped me to know what what the arts was for me, like what my 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 place was and mm. my role was. So yeah, it was key. Let's roll back a little bit mm-hmm. before poetry takes time. Do you remember your first piece you wrote? Any of you? I. I don't remember my first piece, but I remember my first performance because my first performance was a freestyle. Okay. Okay. I even wrote that in my in my book where um I was going out. Shout out to Douglas Domino. Um so he invited me to to a place he was going to perform. So I was just following him, you know, a good friend, going to support my friend, and then he had a he was invited by another friend of his. So he was like, Oh, let's go. So I was just sitting there and he was like, Yo, we're all going up on stage. Don't say no. I was like, wait, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, for real, don't, don't say no. So since it's a church, I took my Bible and I had a sermon by Joyce Meyer and she was like, what's the name? The first 40 chapters of Job was just, what's the name? Um, okay. Complaints and stuff. From chapter 40 going was joy and stuff. So I was like, okay, I want to see that part so I can see how I can rhyme it and see how I can... Mm. But yo, I got on stage and then <laughs> I just went blank. <laughs> And then I just I just started doing a freestyle, and oh, yo, okay. since that day, I can never put down the mic. Wow, Judah is notorious for freestyle. Yeah, yeah, Judah. Yeah. Oh, 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 he's done oh. he's done freestyle on uh, on a musical Sunday. I think that day you, I don't know whether you were there though. No, I don't think uh, I was. Yeah, well, that, that's what is is. Have to say that on the mic. Though. All right, okay. So what about so you? So that that's your throwback. Your first performance is what you remember. Yeah. 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 So I'll speak about my first performance as well. Okay. It was serendipitous. Um, I, a couple of friends were planning a show back in university. Okay. It was called Moonlight Cafe. Very popular <laughs> at that time. And just because they were my friends, we would hang out. They would be interviewing people who wanted to perform on their stage. And I found it fascinating that people would come to my friends to, to sort of interview to perform on their stage. And so one... One of the times when I was hanging out with them, I was like, you know what? I would like to perform on your stage as well. And I was expecting to be taken through the interview process, right? I, I, I suppose I was trying to see if I was qualified. But they just said, yeah, sure. And I didn't go through any interview. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I had never done like poetry on stage. Okay, I mean, but you written it. Yes. I, I, I write a lot and read a lot. And growing up, I used to also be in place it's easy but to do like poetry and so they said okay fine uh, why don't you write two pieces one piece for yourself and another piece we want you to write about the life story of a policeman how he's misunderstood and to be honest that was the toughest <laughs> that was the toughest writing i ever did you know like describing yourself is also one of the most challenging things you do yeah, as a yeah. human being and so i wrote those two pieces and I thought I was going to be a natural. I was horrible. <laughs> I was horrible. And they even showed us many videos of like great spoken word. They had to, I mean, even between the three of us, right? Yeah. The two of you have had to help me a lot with my cadence, like my flow. It's mm. easy. So you can imagine how bad it was at that time. Mm. And so, yes, I did those two pieces. The first one was myself. And then the second one was the life of a policeman. Mm. And then I got hooked. I got addicted. I, I ended up... You loved the stage. 
I love I have always loved this thing, oh, okay. but to use a spoken word and knowing that there's a whole community out there. Woo! Yeah. yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Cool, cool. How about you? So um I've been reading and I've been writing. Okay, I I think I started writing music before I started writing spoken word, right? But my first uh, poetry piece that I was writing was more Pan-Africanist. Yeah. Yeah. So growing up, I, you know, I remember the JHS stage and all of that. I would read, you know, about Kwame Nkrumah. I would read general history of Ghana. There were different, different books, and especially in, in when I got the opportunity in SS, I would go to a library and there are so many books about Ghana I would read. So that's when I started reading. So I had this uh, book, this notepad that I was writing this, and I loved, you know, I was right, I was, I, I loved imagery. So I was using imagery mostly to tell, write my spoken word. And then, unfortunately, I think later in my second year, my third year, I lost the book, mm. and that really discouraged me. Like from mm. there on, I stopped writing. I was like so hurt. I was like, oh my mm. god. And then the thing was, I couldn't remember, like. Because I never memorized them, I just wrote yeah. them and then sometimes I would read it to myself. So since then, I never wrote spoken word again uh, until uh, I think until I was in just before I, I, I was in France, just before I left France to come back to Ghana, I was on a bus and then I had gone through some relationship stuff like that and I just, you know, wrote a piece and <coughs> to reflect. Um, that relationship with my relationship yeah. with God, and that was the spoken word, which I don't think I completed that piece. That piece is actually recently I completed it and gave it to someone to read because the person wanted <laughs> a piece to perform. And that, you know, so that was when I I got back into writing, and then yeah. um, so but my real performance, spoken word performance, was um, the the Christmas then the that the first time. So apart from that time, I've never performed. We wanted to be performed together. I think yeah, we, 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 we yeah, for Carol. Christmas carols. Yeah, okay. that was the first time that I actually also did my uh, spoken word performance. But prior to then, I had performed music like sang on stage and all of that. But doing spoken word, you know, yeah. So yeah, it, it, it was like that. I was discouraged, but then I thought, hey, I can do this again, and I love it. Uh, I'll talk about something new that is coming. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so now you guys have got to know the history of of poetry since and a little bit yeah. about us. Now let's talk about it. What has been like your like the most memorable or the most favorite time is being part of uh, poetry since up to now? Was a rebel. Yeah. <laughs> Moments. <laughs> Moments. <laughs> Something comes immediately to mind. Yeah. What's it? It was the day we almost died. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the more reason why we wrote was the name Testimonies. Testimonies. Yo, like that yeah. day for me was. It was like for me that was the happiest day of my life. Mm-hmm. One of the happiest days of my life. Why? Because on stage, I think there was a lot of work we could have done. And so on stage, it went bad. Then now I'm going home with you driving, and then yeah. we just kind of like the storm. 
it was really like raising, raining like cats and dogs. Yeah. And then the whole place was flooded and all that. And then, like, we were driving on the pavement and stuff. I was like, yo. So, how was that happy? Nothing about it sounds happy. No, Nothing prior much. to the accident that you were right accident, no, 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 no. we had a very horrible Yeah, performance. we had a very horrible performance. We couldn't wait to get out. But you know, <laughs> in the car, you guys said something. Years to come, we'll sit down and remember this day oh, yeah. and we'll laugh. Right, that's true. So for me, like, because kind of I look at it and I'm like, yo, I can still see myself sitting at the back of the car that day. Mm. I'm like, damn, we almost mm. died. <laughs> but then, also that conversation of we'll look back some years to come and laugh. Now I'm coming, I'm like, yo, that was a moment. Because yeah. that, that, that gave us a very great peace. Yeah. That's once, like, even in church, like up to now, people see me they're like, yo, yeah. my high school is my high days. performed that one. <laughs> yes, like, that's yeah. definitely one of our favorite yeah. pieces. Right? Yeah. My most memorable would be our creative writing process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We spent a lot of, we spent a lot of time together, especially like, um, half nights, yeah. sleeping over, just brainstorming and writing. I remember yeah. also for testimonies, the conversation around that was also, we were sitting around a table like this. I remember yeah. I was at Mest Mink yeah. at the top. And yeah. then we said, you know what, let's write our most honest piece. Yeah. The one that ideally would be uncomfortable saying it. Yeah. But let's go ahead and write it anyway, because we are saying that our testimony should be able to help other people. Yeah. And that's when we... We also wrote testimonies. And I remember that creative writing process a lot. Judah laughed when mm-hmm. I said we should do it. Yeah. Because we, we took some time out to even talk about the things we wouldn't want to tell Alice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how like I had trailed a couple of courses yeah. and I was still embarrassed about it. Yeah. Addictions, ETC. So I think that for me, like people keep saying the... The destination is the journey, right? Yeah, the yeah, journey yeah, is yeah. the destination, either yeah. or. And I think it's true. Those things helped us become better poets. It, was, it wasn't even about the performances. Because mm-hmm. if you realize, like, if we had a good process, a good session, yeah, yeah, our delivery was also good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, mine, when, when he was talking, mm-hmm. like, I couldn't say one, but I, two came to mind. <laughs> So the first one is the funny one, the, the very simple one, was the photo shoots we did. I mean, should I have... Oh yeah, <laughs> I had to carry you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, should I jumped over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I jumped over. Jumped over you or Julius? It was, it was Ju- Judah. I jumped yeah. over Judah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did some crazy photo yeah. shoots. I still have those pictures. I think we should start posting them again. <laughs> You know that that was a startup strategy at that time. That yeah, was, like you have to intentionally create memories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then the, the 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 creative writings to that, like those moments, I I just it, one thing I found really interesting was we would talk, we talk about okay, we want to write this, like we will discuss, and then we will go in our own corner in the room, we write, and then for some reason when we bring it back, it's like it's almost like one piece. Yeah. And it's for me that particular thing always like marveled me. Like, mm. wow, how is this like, uh, like the testimony, for example, how the endings we worked it out. Yeah. Even the what do you call this one? Ministries. The ministry for Zongo. You yeah, know, ministry for Zongo, like that particular one. I was not around when you guys recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it was. <laughs> it's it's. it's that, that for me, that those writing uh, process, you know, was really. But do you remember our first video recording? 
As if we're doing man. No, <laughs> not, not, a, not an ad. That that was an ad. I mean, like video recording. Girl, I'm saying. Girl, I'm saying. Yeah. I, oh yes, yeah, so I remember that. I remember that. Uh, I remember and, that. Yeah. And by this time, Matters was also becoming very good at video editing. Yes. yes. So I remember the partnership with the video house at that time was that listen, we have the content and then we'll share it. So we we'll even do the editing ourselves, mm, right? Yeah. They they had like the the, the equipment, equipment and the space, yeah. but then. Matheson did all the, the editing. Yeah. And so let me also point out, like, um, this is where we can also highlight growth that comes in reputation. Yeah. Or just stay in the course. We always thought that Matheson sucked at the video editing. <laughs> but you remember, like, we used to give feedback. Yeah. We used to give feedback. And I was like, yeah, I knew it would have to go a bit. But, like, he would improve upon it. And yeah. now Madison is doing like whole documentaries, etc. Yeah. Because he was consistent. If there's anyone who has taught me about consistency, especially in pursuing an art form that doesn't seem to pay is Madison. Because now eventually it pays him a lot, right? But that happened. And if you're looking at the other side of it, we could say that at some point, poetry test wasn't performing anymore. Mm-hmm. And maybe if yeah. we did, it would have, it would have been like yeah. um, a different story as well. So for anyone listening, especially if you're an artist, right, you might not get paid now. You might not get paid in more months than you think. Yeah. But the trick here is that you don't stop. Yeah. In his book, um, Still Like an Artist, the author talks about how you as an artist your only responsibility is to produce the work of art, mm-hmm. not how people respond to it. Yeah. Because if you fail to do that, you are betraying the talent and the art that is in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you keep saying that, oh, nobody is consuming my art, so I won't do it anymore, you are almost betraying what is in it to you, right? And in consistency, you might eventually attract the audience that will worship your art. But if you say, oh, because my audience is not responding, I'm no longer going to be an artist then yeah maybe you won't get paid yeah but you have to keep writing yeah, yeah. since you're talking about lessons let me also share mine um so for me one, one thing i learned was togetherness working as a group mm-hmm. because when i when i left when i went to kenya and i realized like yo i was not being accepted by the by the poetry community there and so i was like okay wait how do I do this thing? How do I navigate and still stay, you know, still stay writing and still stay fresh yeah, and all that, still stay relevant? And because if you don't do what you're called to do, then you die inside. Mm-hmm. So then I was looking for people to pair up with, but I realized that people were so individualistic. That's the more reason why the artists stay stagnant for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So I paired up with, with my girlfriend and we put up a show. Like, it was amazing. We invited our friends and they came over and we, like, for two years, we put up a show. Wow. First year, the second year. Wow. And I'm like, yo, and that was when COVID hit. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, like, imagine if, if like, we were lots yeah. of people. Yeah, uniting to do it. And uniting to do it. Then that means that we can bring the whole Nairobi down. Mm. And because people say poetry does not pay. Poetry does not pay because everyone is fighting to walk through the door. Mm-hmm. But then can we all hold hands and walk through the door together? In fact, create our own door, break down the building and create our own door. So for me, that's one thing I learned because people got to know my name outside my my normal circle. Yeah. 
because I was with poetry things. Because even if you don't listen to me, you don't like my style, you listen to me because Martinson is with me. You listen to me because you like Amisha Dai. So whatever the case, you still listen to me. Yeah. And I and I love that. Yeah. I I I have enjoyed that that atmosphere, especially that opportunity that yeah. Toda and Halakasa gave us. Yeah. And it, it was really beautiful. I mean, yeah. uh, especially because uh, Toda for uh, at the point they weren't perform they weren't doing those shows anymore, mm-hmm. and then Halakasa became the new like. The new platform. Home. Yeah. And so that's the whole reason why after a few years when Halakasa uh, 2 weren't performing there, I thought then I guess it's time for me to create that opportunity for other artists to also um, practice their arts. So mm-hmm. um, I discussed with Abish and then we, I started the Musical Sunday, which then was, I think, was every other week. And then I mean, it, the time changes into months and stuff like that. But it's 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 been consistent for the past three years now, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would say it's because of us performing and having platform like Halakasa and Toda. That's why we I started the the musical Sunday mm-hmm. also to give platform to artists like myself. You know. Yeah. Growing up, you know, looking back like that. So yeah, it's 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 really influenced me. And then like I'm I'm already stated, it's f- like through that that I got to you know push my editor skills. I remember um, uh, that part. He says fly away like a butterfly then i would do animation with butterfly like we just did some crazy crazy stuff you guys should go and watch our you know our videos go and watch like it subscribe you know poetry things and then subscribe to this channel to uh, the lab africa <laughs> you know so yeah. we've definitely come that far you know writing editing and like the film for example the documentary film that i did there was going to be a documentary from someone's life i knew to be able to get a good film, I needed to write. So mm. it like I had to write the story, and then eventually we were able to find the people who, you know, whose whose life actually were in line with this particular story that um, I was trying to tell. Yeah. So yeah. We, we talked about lessons. We talked about our individual lives. I I, I think that based on even pod, um, lab. And the essence of love as a podcast, right? The benefit of especially art and even podcasts like this is to help people appreciate the fact that their experiences are unique to themselves, but it's still also not isolated. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I was speaking to a friend yesterday who was going through like a very tough time, and I told him that listen, um, prior to now, your life has been put together, but what you are going through now. It's just a human experience. And if only you knew other people going through something similar, you wouldn't feel so um, exasperated or dejected. Benefit of art is to connect the, the yeah. seemingly unconnected and those feeling isolated. But then again, for us as artists, especially artists who are still struggling, right, to make ends meet, etc. If you are listening to this podcast, the, the first thing I want you to listen to this and appreciate is that 
your your skill set, your art, your talent, and your gift, right? It's a blessing. Eventually, if you keep going, if you keep going and opportunities meet you, you will figure out a way. Yeah. So when we started, Madison gave shout outs to Toda and Ihalakasa and talking about the opportunities that they brought. That was an opportunity. Mm-hmm. But imagine if our poetry sucked. Yeah, yeah. Right? They wouldn't have invited us again. Yeah. Yeah. And our poetry didn't suck because we used to meet like every week to rehearse. Yes. Even if we didn't have a new piece, we would rehearse our old pieces. Yeah, yeah. So that if we were called spontaneously, we could do any one of our pieces and it would still be on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were times where we didn't rehearse and Judah had to do a freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> but because of constant rehearsal and practicing the skill set that you probably think is not paying you, mm-hmm. you will be ready when the time comes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The moment we're paid though, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, again, because we had put value on our skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now we could ask someone yeah, to pay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I think it's been a, it's been a, it's been a good time chatting. It's been a good time getting, you know, for those who think poetry tense is there. What, what, what are you guys saying? What are you guys telling? I wish to say to go first. <laughs> for this one, I wish go first. <laughs> I, I think the essence of poetry tense is not dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We started a group to again testimonies inspiring new standards. As long as you heard the three of us speak, your life could be challenged to be better. Mm-hmm. Now, in different art forms, Martinson and Duda are doing this podcast, right? I host a show every every um, some Wednesdays to uh, yeah. to help people in different capacities. Martinson has his own YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So as an art group, yes, we don't perform as much. But the ethos of sense as we inspiring new standards still exist. And anytime we are invited and the three of us have the opportunity, we still perform. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But we are not parading as a spoken word group and looking to be paid as a spoken word group. And so that's all we do now. Now we are paid for different things that we all do. Yeah. yeah. You know, let me just put it out straight there. And I mean, since the first time we met and we were performing together, like you guys, Gina and Amish, your, like your performances, Amish's performances, like I sit down and I can soak for one hour and I'm sure, like, I'm oh, like, really? Yeah, 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 like Amish's performance recently has like, oh, been cool, like, cool, cool. you know, Gina to his performance has gone great. I feel like Gina's writing has softened. Brother. Soft yeah, Judah is writing how soft it is. Judah used to be a hard. Found Jesus. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Since he found Jesus. Oh, wait. He doesn't give the punches anymore. Oh, but, uh, but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, and it's all growth anyway. It's just all growth. It's all part of the growth. And then I just want you guys to know that as well. So. <laughs> oh, that's good. Thank you. I, you know, yeah, it, it's also good to hear, especially from outside you. Mm. because it's still in the end it's you right you have the gifts yeah and maybe you can convince yourself that you're talented to some extent like snoop Dogg said i like to thank me yeah, yeah, yeah but then you don't want to come off <laughs> come off as obnoxious either yeah. so it's good to hear from fans yeah i think that's why madison keep emphasizing that go and like comment and subscribe yeah because we want to know if it is having an impact yeah, yeah. sometimes you might like it sometimes you have even downloaded this podcast but just because you haven't commented online the artists behind it feel like it's hitting a wall yeah, yeah. and so 
Also, giving artists feedback is very important. If you know an artist in your life and you appreciate their work, definitely take some 30 seconds just to let them know that you appreciate their work. Mm-hmm. And that will also go a long way. Yeah. All right. Well, before we end, I, mean, yeah. I hope we are not ending. Yeah, we are. Because we, we have spoken about testimonies. Yeah, I think we should do it. We testimonies. should do it. At least testimonies. Testimonies. Testimony. We can do testimonies. Yeah, right? yeah. Surely we can, we can perform the testimony. I don't know. I'm not sure what you say. I think we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worst case, we can read it. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I think we can. You know, what do you say? Yeah, we what? are doing it. We are doing it. It's like a day. <laughs> this is what I go through every every, every time, man. <laughs> Majority car is a good vote, so then. All right. Is mine there? Charlie, did I did I ever tell you? You know, Charlie, did I ever tell you? Charlie, did I ever tell you guys? Oh ah, you're saying I never told you about my three trolls. Mm-hmm. I wrote three different papers three different times, but now I do whatever rhymes. Did I ever tell you my high school days and my high days oh. were F in chains dragging behind me with the sounds I could say? What well, C was the wasted assessment since studying was like concrete experiment. Oosh. But thanks to the most high, I passed and I had no Fs. Did I ever tell you I was a shark in my class? No. Overconfident to study, I began to go down this shank. Bam! Bam. He became the stamp. Like some trump. My mom's watery eyes made me ask, am I a failure? But my faith found the right place. Graduation was a miracle, Charlie. Jack, did I ever tell you I was introduced to a touchy life at an early age? Mm-hmm. These hands that lifted praise were the same hands that brought me in chains. I was in chains. This addiction made me insane. Damn, probably never tell you I was an addict. Mm. I controlled my emotions with chemistry. When girls became a question, Porn became an answer. I probably would never tell you I was quick, sad, gay. Did I ever tell you this is the last of my promise? Mm. From sipping to biological experimenting, I got hooked up on the same phrase like a politician, like a child, afraid of the dark shadows. I can write you a shroud and label it my dark side. Charlie. But now we go singles. Purity is our lifestyle. Did I ever tell you I tried to kill myself? No. I tried to hug myself like a prize tag and I prayed I died. Oh. I prayed my grandmother would come and carry me away. <sighs> Thank God I'm still alive. Yo. For me, this year is powerful. I can't go through it without carpet. Jesus, the best. Get away from me. <laughs> See, <laughs> me, you know, be Russian. My, my confidence in Christ, you know, be film show. Broken at a young age, my crutches and calipers became my buddies. Life starts for Christ became my ransom. Charlie, then times, then me are the more rough, rough, rough. Probably never tell you I had suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. Probably never tell you I suffered from a Ghanaian depression. depression. This brain has received internal damage. There's a reason I'm insane. It was my bottom, but I'm no, no bore. Every day is a miracle, Charlie. Crum, crum, crum. Crum, crum, crum. Crum, crum, crum. The windsills were talking. Crum, crum, crum. Crum, crum, crum. Crum, crum, crum. The windstorm was shouting. 60 kilometers per hour initiated flight. We were flying on the pavement all in one night. Charlie, our life was like a movie. The storm will come. But but you rise above the storm. Yeah. Guys, do you remember? Two straight crashes in one night. Right from the stage 
to the road, near death experience, both to life and career. Part bled, we couldn't swerve. We met our greatest nightmare. How we survived, only he could have died. I, I swear. swear. Sitting at the back of the car, being driven by a blind man, I was happy for no reason. Mm. The road looked straight until we took a ride on the pavement, hey. then death took close. Mm. But thank God was the first thing to hit my mind. Charlie, Charlie the, the storms, storms will come, come but, but you, you rise above the storm. Yo, man, yo, guys. <laughs> cool, cool. That was spontaneous. That was random, but that was cool, man. I yeah. love it. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, thanks, guys, for spending this moment with us. On today's uh, personality of the month, it's Poetry Tins yep. in the studio here. Martinson, Judah Domino, and Amishala Fori. And so, Amishala, can you give us your handle so that in case anyone wants to check out what you do and you know, get sure. Uh, on uh, Instagram, Twitter, it's Amish underscore Fori. So A double M I S H underscore O F O R I. Yeah. So check him out. You know, as he already said, he's a startup coach entrepreneur startup coach and yeah. he, he does all this stuff you know he's a billionaire in the making so just yeah connected quick, no for quick. real for real yeah. get in touch yeah yeah and then, yeah so thanks again thanks for sharing this moment with us and we'll catch you in the next episode wait but before we leave you, always, you know what we say right let's, let's make, make africa, africa great again, again.